Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Dialogue Options Podcast. I'm your host, Kyron Morrison, and as always, I'm joined by my good friend and co-host, John McDonald. How are you doing? Um, I'm real good. You're really good? I'm real good, man. I'm feeling, I'm feeling really good. Feeling really good? I am, yeah. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little tired, I will say that, but <laughs> I, I, I'm feeling real good. Do you know why, Kyron? This is so natural. I no, but I'm just getting into it because I'm just excited. All right, why do you feel good, Joel? Because we we went and saw the fucking Super Mario Brothers movie last night. We did, and it was a delight. Yes, we're not going to talk about it too much because I do believe there is plans. Yes, to sort of go in on a, on story mode, but I figured you know it came out yesterday. It's mm-hmm. pretty fresh. It's pretty recent. Um, I'm not going to give away anything, but. No. I just want to. I also want to reiterate, much like you, Joel, that I had a blast. It was so much fun. I remember waking up that morning before we were like we were we'd organized it in advance, so we were organized, always going to go see it at Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. Um, but that morning, I remember waking up and seeing the Rotten Tomato scores, and yeah. not that I judge movies by the old RT stuff, but you know, it has a way of like wriggling, like, like mm-hmm. worming its way into your mind. And I was like, all right, what if it? What if it sucks? Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. Obviously, there's plenty of things you could, like, level at it if you wanted to. But of, of course you could. God, it was just a joyous movie to sit down and watch for 90 minutes. Uh, it, it was. It was just so much fun. And I still, I, like, up until the point I was leaving home to go to the cinema, I still wasn't, I was still in a little bit of disbelief that it was actually happening. Because it had been, like, it's been discussed for so long. It was a thing that got announced, like, God, what, like five or six years ago? Ages ago. And they're like, oh, yeah, they're doing a movie. Nintendo are partnering to do a Mario movie with Illumination, the creators of, like, Despicable Me. And it was like, oh, okay, cool. And they're like, as time's gone on, we've seen bits of it and all that sort of stuff. But even before that, though, even when we got the initial cast lineup, I remember looking yeah. at it and, again, just complete disbelief being yep. it's like, Chris Pratt, Charlie Day is Luigi. I mean, I, I, I can see it. Yeah. Jack Black at Bowser was never a doubt. And like, that was, as soon as I saw Jack Black as Bowser, moment. I'm like, no, that's that's perfect. You've no notes. I look. I I will, I will go on record as saying, I think Chris Pratt does a good job. I think he does an okay. It's just he does. I think it's I think it's pretty good. It's just one of those Honestly. things where the best I can say about it is when I walked out of a movie, I'm like, oh, well, he was in it. Yeah. And. It's so funny, right? Because it's like it's the Super Mario Brothers movie, and yeah. it's just like, yeah, Mario's okay, you know, he's, yeah, he does all right. The rest That's of the fine. cast, though, really good, really yeah, good, so good. Uh, um, but yeah, like you said, it's been years in the making, and you aren't wrong. And it, it did feel a bit surreal to be going in and seeing it, and so much so, like, there's already in all, all the like press interviews they're obviously doing for the film. Um, people are asking it for more, you know, mm-hmm. and I think I think it was a Variety one today or recently. I saw where someone asked Miyamoto about it. And he's like, look, there's nothing coming for the time being. He'd like to, to like paraphrase his wording. It's just like, there's nothing coming right now. I just recommend you enjoy the movie you've got. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah. okay. It's going to be a while. It's, uh, I don't know. I think that time is going to get shortened because this movie's going to make so much fucking money. Yeah. Like, God, I, I legitimately, I'm already going again as of recording <laughs> tomorrow morning. Like I'm going, I'm taking my son tomorrow. So, I think, yeah, being like Easter weekend here in Australia. The start of school holidays as well. the start of school holidays. It's going to just just rake and your when money. And you, when you think about it, it's kind of a perfect movie to put out on the Easter weekend. Because <laughs> it's, it's packed with that many Easter eggs. That's very true. Yep. Yeah. There's <laughs> so much chocolate in that. Like, it's... um, 
Yeah. And, and like normally that would be a bit of a detriment, I think, sometimes, but it's weird. Because like, again, obviously there's a certain amount of bias. I grew up with Nintendo. Mm-hmm. I grew up playing Mario. Mm-hmm. I still play shit tons of Nintendo and Mario. Yeah. Um, so seeing a lot of the stuff just even in the ba- in the background or like hearing the slightest hints of a song, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm losing my damn mind here. It's <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. Like it it's an assault at ver- at, at first as well. As soon as the movie sort of kicks into gear, it uh, gets past like the intro part. Yeah, it's immediate. With the it's stuff. just like, oh god, it's like thick and fast. It is a yeah, movie that I like, want to watch frame by frame and just like tear down what's in the background. Yeah, so it's why it's why I, I am genuinely curious about people who you know don't have that background, obviously, mm. with all of the Mario stuff and how they find it. Um, but having said that, even though I'm open to that idea, some of the reviews that are negative I've seen have been like, "Are you? Is that what you're gonna level it anyway?" Because here's the. Th- but I will say this though, because I, I, I watched a little bit of the kind of funny in review for it, um, and everyone was like pretty positive and glowing on it, and Greg was still positive on it, but he's like, "It's a kids movie, so I don't have that connection to Nintendo." He said, "But it's a good, it's a good kids movie, like, and it is. It's a great movie for kids, like." Much like, I would argue more so, but like much like Sonic was as well. Whereas like a lot of kids that are into Sonic don't know it's a video game. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Whereas this one, at least it's like, oh no, this is a video game. Like it's impossible not to realize that Mario was a video game, really. Um, so yeah, it's, it is, it is a kid's movie at heart. And I think it's, or a family movie, if you want to leverage it that way as well. But um, I think... For a kids' movie, it's so much fun. Imagine being like a ten-year-old going to the movies to see this, and just like having your mind blown. I say I'm trying to crunch the numbers. I'm like, was I ten when the first Super Mario movie oh came out? <laughs> well, it was. I think it's like it's thirty years ago. I think it's like thirty or thirty-five years old. Okay, so I was very young, but yeah, this is not that. <laughs> no, Let's put it that way. Like, it's definitely not. It's that. It's definitely not that. It's yeah. It's definitely not that. If you take that that original Super Mario Bros. movie and do the polar opposite to it, <laughs> in just in the way of like actually making it like the source material. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. yeah it's it's very good. I I had a ball with this movie. Me too. I but again, like I said, I don't want to talk about it too much because no. I think we're going to go into it again in the future. But yeah, if you're again, if you, I doubt that you're anyone listening to this podcast is like, oh, I don't I don't know if I want to see the Super Mario movie. Like, you're probably going to see it. Yeah. I mean, I assume you like video games if you're listening mm-hmm. to a video game podcast. So I know I assume you'll see it. And it's just a fun time. And if, like, you, if you know 90, us... 90 minutes, it's it's over it's a in breeze. a flash. It's, yeah. yeah, easy watching. And if you know us too, it's like we are... we are. If you're listening to us, you know that we're very Nintendo heavy. Yeah, it's true. So, like, clearly, if you're still listening to us, you're probably Nintendo heavy as well or you hate you like hate listen to us and that's fine that's fine give us give us those numbers (laughs) we don't care how we get them it's fine i don't mind either way but i'm gonna put a stop to the mario talk yes okay i'm gonna you we weren't sure if we're gonna bring it up but you raised a great point and like i said it is it is fresh we did see it last night so Mm -hmm. with the timing of this episode going up we may as well touch on it that's why a little little brush on the mario movie exactly um and again again you can google this just as easily but in case you haven't seen it yet there is a mid and a post credit scene, so yeah, just sit down and enjoy that amazing credits music. 
Yes, also that. Oh, God, the music didn't know it started. As soon as the score comes out, I, I actually I want it so badly. Yeah, I, I do as well. It's, it's yeah, man, I'm talk again for like another I know, hour it's like off air, I think. Like, yeah. visually packed with Easter eggs, but the score is the exact same. It's <laughs> perfect. I, like, yeah. yeah. I think I saw a tweet. The final thing I'll say is I saw a tweet, someone saying like, is it a great movie? No. But it's, is it a perfect Mario movie? Yes. And I think that's the best way to describe it. So it's not a great movie, but it is a perfect movie yeah. for what it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I think it's, yeah, you couldn't do any better than that. Well, that's really all we've got in our, our little preamble for the show. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. May as well just make it all Mario. And yeah. I'm going to take us now straight into the quest log. Mission completed. Quest log. So our quest log is, of course, our what we've been playing segment, and uh, we've arrived at the episode that was foretold, like last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, it's time to talk about Dredge. Yes. Now, oh, yes. Uh, Dredge is a game that we both have been looking forward to since PAX. Mm-hmm. I would say. I think I found out about it maybe a couple of weeks out from PAX because of Ali McLean. Yeah. Tweeting about it, and I was like, "Hello." Yeah, I remember you telling me about it. It's I'm been like... listening. <laughs> Just being like, hey, so there's this game. It's about fishing. I'm like, yeah, I'm listening. And you're like, so it's fishing, and it's also a Lovecraftian horror game, and it also has the inventory system from Resident Evil. Like, all right, sick. Yeah, sign me up. Let's play this yeah, game. I'm in. Yeah, that sounds incredible. So, yeah, that was that was kind of our onboard process. But then, of course, yeah, they were at PAX, and we had a chance to... I don't think I played it. I played the demo at home. I, I, well, wa- yeah. I watched someone we know. I feel like someone we know played it. I, like I did spend a bit of time around the demo station watching I think Felix play did. It. I think Felix, Felix played yeah. it. Felix and Cy made of play. Yeah. It. Yeah. Um the demo was great. And so even though even though I was already in, when I sampled the demo, I was like, cool, now I'm a thousand percent in. Mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, so the game is out in full. Uh I've nearly finished it. Mm-hmm. I'm. I, I. It's hard to sort of gauge. How many of the things have you picked up? Any of the? Oh yeah. Relics? So I think like I think I've done one or two. Because the relics are sort of your gauge for like right, heading okay. towards the ending. That makes sense. Um, like there's lots of stuff outside of them you can do, which we'll, we'll touch on briefly. But yeah, the relics you're collecting are the main, the main yeah. way to know how far you are from the ending. I've had one, potentially maybe two. Okay, Definitely cool. one, cool. maybe two. But so yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to give away too much of the stuff later in the game because um, even though. I think if you know anything about this sort of like approach to, I don't know, I want to, I guess, yeah, horror, like Lovecraftian, Eldritch, like sort of unspeakable like, horror, uns- or whatever, unspeakable, yeah. unknowable horror. Like you might start to pick up on some stuff as you progress through, but I still will avoid giving too much away for, for poor old Joel here. Because again, it's, it's little things, but when I started to put it together, I kind of was really enjoying it. Um, I think it's safe to say though, from like the, from the get go, I mean, if you were just to pick this game up without yeah. having knowing anything about it, from the get go, something is awry. Like something is amiss. Something does not feel right. Look at the key art for it. Well, like, that's it. But I mean, even if you were just like, oh, okay, I'll pick this game. If someone handed it to you and you knew nothing about it, you didn't see any like artwork or anything. You you started the game up. You're just like, oh, cool. I'm a little fishing game. I'm gonna go out here. But as soon as you start talking to characters, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Something's a bit. Strange here. Um, so, as you said, though, the game does re- revolve pretty centrally around a fishing mechanic, which is uh, done via a pretty pretty easy to grasp, which is great. Mm-hmm. But um, there are also different variants of a QTE event, which is 
generally, you know, pressing... I play it on PlayStation, so yep. I'm assuming it's the same button allocation, but it's square on PlayStation. Yeah, it's the same. I think it's yeah, white. Yeah, yep. white, cool. To, um, in, in rhythm or timing with a certain thing happening on the screen. And, mm-hmm. and there's again, there's a few different versions of it, which is kind of cool. It means it's not always the exact same action, which is neat. And there's different versions for different types of fishing because you have different yeah, yeah, yeah. tools that you're disposing exactly. as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's a it's a really great way to sort of keep it feeling fresh. But also like nice way to yeah, you never know what you're gonna get when you roll up to to start doing the mini game. Yeah. Maybe you're really casually pressing square. Some of them are like circles moving like going starting I, at the bottom and like looping over one another. I just had one of those for the first time and I, I it didn't make any yeah, sense no, to it, me. I'm like it confuses you at first. It but... like explained it popped up with a tooltip and I'm like, <laughs> I can't read that and do this at the same time. Um but yeah, that one definitely confused me. But I've only done one or two of those. Nice. There are a few different a few other ones as well, which is really cool. And it's I, I is there a fail state for, like, the, the no. games? I don't think is there. I don't think so. Well, because I know there's a no-fail accessibility option in the menu. So yeah. um, maybe if you fail enough, you lose the fish. But I know that you can just sort of... It, you'll slowly reel the fish in, and that's mostly speeding it up. Yeah. And I guess that's because, like... So we should have mentioned it besides well. It's all time-based. So yes. the whole central mechanic is when you're doing your fishing during the day... It's mostly okay. It's mostly yeah. just like, you know, it's a bit weird, boat. but like you're just on a boat in yep. the creepy, terrifying ocean, mm-hmm. which is, you know, scary enough in its own right for many people. Yep. Um, but that's fine. It's when the sun goes down that things start to get a bit weird. And that's why, yeah, so fishing passes time, as does, as does sailing in general. Just moving, yeah. But I think, I think fishing and even dredging might be a I don't know, maybe it just feels like time goes quicker because you're actively looking at something and you're like yeah. trying to like participate in the mini game. That's actually a really good point. I didn't even connect yeah, the dots no, of, I, the, of the, the time. That, that's sort of the detriment. <laughs> yeah. Like it's, yeah. So if you keep mucking it up, that's more time you're out there and less time you've got to catch more fish or yeah. less time you've got to get It would make sense. I should, be paying, I should be paying more attention. But honestly, mm. I'm pretty good at the mini game. So it's just kind of like, eh, you know. At my moment Master sometimes. Angler over here. Um. And you've you been keeping an eye for the yellow dots as well when you're doing oh, yeah, it yeah, to get those get trophy trophies. fish. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I nice. like. I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do with those, but just no, it's like it's just them. it's sort of like cause it's a like, fishing game. It's just letting you know, hey, that's the biggest fish you caught. Yeah, it'll it'll make a note of it in your encyclopedia. Right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah I wasn't sure about that. Yeah. Like, should I? They might be worth these, more but, again. I. But um, mm. either way, that's that's what I know it does. It marks it in your encyclopedia. But uh, I guess if we're talking about that's well, it's where I was going. Yep. So yeah, you know, fishing game catch a fish it's fine during the day a bit creepy at night uh where things start to you start to get it again as you sense when you start to talk to the people in the settlements you feel like something's off mm-hmm. when you bring up your first aberration yeah that's when you're like oh dear god the fact that it's just like oh you've caught an aberration you're like and it, and it plays that weird jingle I, it's, it's so like good. the same as the normal one but it's just like it's it's in like minor key yeah. like and it's just like it's discordant it's, it's so well done it is great it's very yeah. effective i love it a lot uh and that's yeah that's really the seal of a clincher for where you're like well yeah nah something's not right here it's pretty fucked up yeah and i have to say again i'm not going to give away anything for them because some of some of the aberration stuff has like it strikes this really fine, it walks this really fine line often, which I, again, I'm kind of surprised by. Not, not, not that I was going to be disappointed, but some of the descriptions in those, some of those later, later fish mostly, but even earlier on, 
sometimes maybe my skin sort of like crawls. Oh, like, oh, every ah. time. Every time. <laughs> some more so than others, but there are some that I got particularly late in the game. I was like, I, that, no. It's, Just no. <laughs> it's, there's some really great writing in yes, those encyclopedia entries. And it's... It's just a testament to how much like love and care they've put into sort of committing to the whole the bit of yeah. this game. Um, and that, that's not to say that this game is just a, a one giant gimmick because it's not. I think it, it is a great game. It stands up on its own and um, it has such an interesting concept that sounds wacky and wild on paper, but it works. Like, yeah, when it, you start, as soon as I started playing it, I was like, yeah, I get it. Like, mm-hmm. I absolutely get yep. this. Uh yeah, and uh, and uh, you spoke about the writing for the aberrations, and that sort of does carry across to the characters as well. Like mm-hmm. a lot of the writing is just it just nails this that feeling of like, yeah, like something's not right, mm-hmm. something sinister is definitely. It's even it's. Hang on, I've got the website here. It's like the 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 tagline for the game or like the key spiel is uh where is it? Yeah, Dredge is a single player fishing adventure with a sinister undercurrent. Sell your catch, upgrade your boat, and dredge the depths for long-buried secrets. Explore a mysterious archipelago and discover why some things are best left forgotten. And yet, <laughs> yeah, like it's it's pretty wild, and like it starts throwing a lot of different threads at you pretty early on. Like there's um, yes. there's a whole like um, messages in bottles system as well that like you'll just be like sailing around, you'll see like a glowing gold bottle in the ocean, so you'll pick it up, and it'll be a note. It could be. That the first one was pretty ominous about like the, that I read, which was about like a couple going out on their fishing boat and like yeah. it's the anniversary. I think he's got he thinks I didn't see, but there's like the little um, picnic basket that he's packed. He's I love it when he's trying to be romantic kind of thing. And it's like oh, what I'll say what, is, happens? what I'll say is keep picking him up and keep reading reading him. It's, yeah, uh, it's definitely worth it. And and it, the good news is I think. At least most of the time when I went to a new area, there was pretty reliably going to be one there. Yeah. So um, yeah. definitely worth keeping an eye out, keeping an eye out for them. Uh, I don't want again, like I said, I don't want to give away too much about the story because it's really cool. But what I'll say without giving anything away is, as I've been sort of picking up on like hints from like dialogue from other characters mm. or like, like so when you check your map, there are like five designated areas but mm-hmm. there are also like little islands in between yeah and i found a few npcs on those islands that may have made me go that like sort of put my perspective on the story and like shifted it slightly and made me go oh okay i don't like where this is going see it's it's funny because at the point i'm at the moment is um i'm too scared to go too far yeah and, and that's, that's what's great though like because yeah. i was the same when i first started it like like i knew i could go out at night and I knew I'm like it's just a game, it's fine. But I was like, no, I don't want to. I want to stay. Yep. I want to stay in this nice little bay, uh, and I'm just going to stay here. And then I'll, when it's nighttime, I'll go home and sleep. And, and that will be how I play Dredge. <laughs> and it is also because like they make it pretty abundantly clear, like via the NPCs, and it's just like, or even in just like the tooltips, it's like, don't fucking stay out too long, because it's scary out there. Like it will get, it gets weird, and it does get real weird it does like yeah. i was actually one of the things i was really really curious about because i didn't engage with it too much in the demo because i wanted to save it for the full game like in the demo i very specifically avoided going out at night because mm-hmm. i was like no that's that's like the part i'm most interested in so i want to save that mm-hmm. and yeah it is great like just there's that that the tone shifts when the sun goes down and, and yeah. the fog rolls in mm-hmm. and, and your like vision depending on your lights yeah you've got for your can, boat can shrink yeah and then like the little eyeball pops up on the compass 
Yep. And starts like looking around. Yeah. And you're like, oh, like, oh no, God, I, hate this. Yeah, I yeah. don't like this at all. Uh, what I really liked is it's it definitely gets worse the longer you stay up as well. Yeah. Which again isn't really a problem side of a game because if you're like me, you're pretty religiously just like, nope, off to bed. That's exactly what I'm doing. But um, yep. as I got towards end, as I'm got as I've gotten towards the end of the game, I'm like, I'll just stay up for like 48 hours, and you start going to like the NPCs and it's like, hey man, um. <laughs> you look like you could use some sleep. And it's like, no. <sighs> They're right though, sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, maybe try it a couple of times, you know, not sleeping and just I'm, see how you go, but then start sleeping again. I've made the rule with myself that I'm going to upgrade my whole, so the, the, the first upgrade, and then I'm going to start getting weird with, with some shit just to see, just to push the limits of how, what I can do and yep. what, what I can't do. Um, which, yeah, it has like a, like, you know, upgrades and things like yep. that. You can upgrade your ship as well. Um, so you've got more inventory space. And yeah, and it's, I feel the, the progression is, it's not handed to you, which is nice, but it's also not unobtainable. It's not like, oh God, I've got to grind out like 40 fishing spots or like three no, or four no. days. Like, yeah. it's It's all like, all right, especially once you start getting familiar with it, just that starting area, you can go, all right, I know every few days there's going to be some more places I can dredge around here and get some more, like... And you can also ask NPCs as well if they know of any shipwrecks, yeah. and I'll sometimes point you in the direction of them, yeah. which is handy. I always do that. That's, that's one of my first things. Yeah. Hey, I'm in the NPC, no I'm like, wrecks? They're like, what else do you want to know? I'm like, know any wrecks? Seen any weird shit? Like, that's, <laughs> that's the two questions you get to ask, and it's like every time there's like, oh, well. <laughs> one, have any ships sunk? Two, did any weird shit sink for ships? Yeah. The answer to both both questions is usually yes. Yes. Yep. Most definitely. One hundred percent. Yeah. Well, you mentioned the upgrade tree, and it's it's kind of cool because the ship has one. Um. And yeah, to to you know increase your inventory, which is Resident Evil Four based. Yeah. I love Resident Evil 4's inventory. So mm-hmm. when I saw the dredge, shared it, I was just like, yes. And it's it's not even like share. It's because like it is your inventory, but it's also it's your everything. It's your everything. Yeah. It's because... like you've got to. You've got to take into account that some slots will be your rods and, yep. and like your engines and your lights, and, and they you... actually occupy your inventory space, which is really a, yes. makes you it makes you consider carefully what you're going to go out with, which is neat. I really mm-hmm. like it. Yeah, and also too, if you like, you've mentioned NPCs and stuff. Sometimes you'll be able to pick yeah. up NPCs and take them places if they require to do so. Yes, um, and they become inventory as well. So like, you have to slot them in somewhere in your in your boat, yeah. which is really cool as well. I like that little feature. Uh, but to immediately alleviate concerns as well, obviously there are lots of upgrades you get. Uh, if you're worried, you can sell most of them, but if you want, if you think you might need them, you do have a secondary storage tab, mm-hmm. which is sort of like, I forget how many squares, but yep. you can put excess, like you can't put fish in there, obviously, because it's meant to be sort of more of a, um, a long-term storage thing. Yep. So you can put like upgrade materials from that you get from dredging, mm-hmm. uh, old old rods and stuff you're not using. Trinkets and stuff. Yeah, trinkets and stuff. Yeah. yeah, treasures and all that sort of stuff, which is um great. It's very yep. handy to have that option if you're like sweating at how much space you're going to have. And you also have access to that when you do pull into port. You can take stuff out of that yeah. to sell as well, which yeah. is great. Yes, yeah, which is very cool. Uh Two other quick things about the ship. So obviously we talk about um, we talk about rod fishing, mm-hmm. which has got its own little QTE. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other two cool things you can do, um, there's crab pots. Yes, which I really like. I love the so crab pots. crab pots are just like little, little, little like cages you drop in the ocean. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and they come in various sizes and efficiencies, and they last for X amount of days before you have to go pick them up and repair them, which is... It's just kind of cool to go, like, oh, time to go check my crab pots. Yep, yeah, and just, I like... say this knowing that I would hate it in real life. Oh, absolutely. But in yeah. a video game, it's yeah. charming and quaint, and I love it. Exactly, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's like a set-and-forget-it kind of situation, yeah. and it's, it's good, yeah. Although I'm still waiting to find a, a particular crab for a, a pursuit that I'm, I'm chasing. I was like, why are you not in there? <laughs> Actually, one of the because I've actually I've caught all the fish and aberrations now, but a crab was one of the last ones I got because it was in a spot where I'm like I would never have thought to have put a crab pot there. Um, but okay. this I get, I don't know you may have already, you may already may already know this is coming. It may have been mentioned. There's my one of my favorite things I've discovered in the late game that I wish I'd been doing more earlier is trawling. Oh, so those are the those are the nets you just run behind your boat. Oh, I see. I haven't got one of those. Yet. That's so that's yeah. just really cool and it makes it it. It makes the journey to each seg- like area feel like even more worthwhile because it's mm-hmm. like scooping up fish. Yeah, um, I need to get one of those. Yeah, so those yeah. are really cool. And okay. again, there are some fish you can only catch through trawling. So, mm, so okay. some fish are only caught by a rod. Some are only caught by a trawling. Obviously, crabs are only in pots. There are some that can be caught through trawling, but um, yeah, it's another little thing that I like. And I, some fish are only out at day, day. Some are only up at night. So yeah. yeah, there's like lots of little things there, which which was really fun to sort of like. Like, cool, this fish is only out at night. Great. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it's interesting too, because, like, you can't just go out and just, like, plop a rod off the edge of anywhere. No, you've got to go to Specific spots that you need to go to. Um, and and they have different classifications, like shallows, yes. oceanic. Um, and, uh, oh, what's the other one? Coastal. Coastal, thank you. Then there are other ones that are, like, there's volcanic and uh, mangrove. Mm-hmm. And then there's... Had Hadrid or Haddad and Abyssal, which are uh, mm, those are fun. Abyssal, yeah, Abyssal is always a word that like you like, know what to expect. Abyssal's like the deep ocean fish, yep. which are the worst. Yep. Even <laughs> this this game obviously has you know terrifying aberrations. That when I read the descriptions of them, I was just like, Ugh. yep. But also reminded me that the deep ocean sucks. Oh yeah, absolutely. And it's like yeah, just it's just the, some of the normal fish are just like Ugh. yeah, oh, I put it gross. Throw it back. Um, yeah, like it's 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 really cool. Um, man, those aberrations that like they haunt me. Some yeah, of them like legitimately I legitimately do haunt me. I I was gonna try to bring some of my favorites, but I was I'm like I want to because a lot of the ones I love, I'm almost certain you won't have seen yet. Yeah, but they they like I sometimes when I reread them, I think about them. It's like I just I don't like it. It's <laughs> which yeah. is what I wanted from the game. So exactly. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. I love how much it makes me uncomfortable. And that's the thing. This this is this is exactly the type of horror shit that I love. This is the type of shit that I can I can I can deal with. There's no jump scares or anything like that. I mean, you could argue that there are kind of, but yeah. I've had a couple of moments where I've been completely caught off guard by stuff and been like, yeah. "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. I've had a couple of those as well, even in early, early in the game that I am. But um, there was a massive one that happened to me when I was um, I'd been up for too long, and I won't give it away. Yeah. But something got me from behind that I just, when I saw it, it was at the last second that it was too late, and I was just like, "Fuck!" And that's the thing, like with those those things that happen, uh, like they always happen so quickly, and it's yeah. over, and you're like, "Fuck!" Like <laughs> back to dark. I'm sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Never again. It's pretty wild, and so it, it's um. Uh, before we move on we talked about how they can attack you and take damage we should probably mention that yeah okay good (laughs) (laughs) so um if you take hits from these 
creatures. Mm-hmm. Uh, each hit will like damage a part of your ship storage, which might just be like a single little square. Yep. Or maybe you'll knock out an engine, and then you're true. Like I've been completely screwed over by that in the past, where I'm just like, I can still flee, and they yep. hit me again. They're like, "Got your engine, mate." I'm like, "No, uh, mm, oh, <laughs> I'm uh, stuck now," and I'm like trying to like boost my way out of there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I do kind of like that, and like so initially you can take three hits. Mm-hmm. Uh, each tier, like proper hull upgrade, will give you an extra hit. I think the maximum is five. Mm, uh, sounds about right. But some creatures will hit multiples so you're not always safe from those five hits yep. but um yep yeah i that's another thing i, I i'm glad you were gonna bring it up because i'm like we've got yeah, to no, remember it it's that was yeah it was, another it, reason to keep an eye on your inventory and like some if it hits a spot that it fishes in it'll knock it overboard so yep. you'll lose it yeah uh and sometime speaking of just things maybe messing with your uh storage <laughs> one I, of the most disconcerting messages you can see but just every time I saw him it's like oh, no yep is when you're sailing around and you'll see like a little trail in the water it's usually at night too. usually it's almost yeah. always at night yeah um, just a trail in the water sometimes it'll miss your boat and you're like mm-hmm. well, you'll see it go past and then go splush and you're like what the fuck was that you can try to like yeah sometimes it like hits your boat and then you'll see a little pop up just being like something has slithered into your cargo mm. and that's when you mm-hmm. check and like usually one of your fish is infected yep which sort of like Speeds up the pro because they do rot eventually if you sail around too long with these yeah. fish in you know cargo. Obviously, uh, that definitely speeds it up though. So at that point, it's just like cool. Well, I've got to go to a dock now because I can't get rid of this. I guess I could, you can throw it overboard if you need to. I've had I've had it's happened to me once, and I saw I saw it, and I was like, gross. I know what this game's about. Fuck it off. <laughs> like I don't need this shit. A fair response. A fair yeah. response. But, like, uh, this, this game. This game is out to be menacing in its own charming and polite kind way and um yeah i was like i'm not fucking around with that i can get out of my get on my boat right now please like i keep coming back to how perfect like sinister undercurrents is to to describing this game like that's exactly what it is it Um, is yeah we talked a lot about the the core gameplay loop for fishing and all that and that's not even getting into just like again exploring the world each of the zones when you arrive for the first time is you're like You've got to get a feel for it. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, because you said you've been to Gale Cliffs, right? Yeah, I just got. You there, just got yeah. to Gale Cliffs, and when I got there, I was like, oh yeah, it's just like it's just like where I was. There are these little, little, little cave river, like like canyons I can like sail canals down. Almost, yeah. Probably fine. It's not fine. It's not. Uh, as you can gather from one of the rods, I won't give away the area, but one of the areas is a mangrove, which in r- real life. I hate mangroves. Right. They're the yep. worst. They're yep. the worst. Uh, look forward to that zone. That's an experience. Fun. But my favorite one, I think, might be the one in the bottom left. So let me know when you get there. I think Okay. It, yep. I forget the name of it. Damn it. Yeah. I, well, I was literally I might, looking at the map like an hour ago. I might look it up really quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm still fairly early on because, again, I've been too scared to venture out too far because I'm, I was like, I'm safe here. I'm just going to go around here. Mm. Help out all the people. And then things started to dry up a little bit. And I was like, fine. I'm just going to make, I was like, I'm just going to have like, do all my business, rest up. And then I'm just going to beeline it. I'm just going to go see how far I can get. And, and then I like lucked out that I managed to get, well, it was definitely nighttime by the time I got to um, the next sort of, the, the Gale Cliffs anyway. And um, yeah, it was pretty. Well, because at the start of a game, like making the trip to one of the other areas is like it will generally take you some some of some part of that trip will be at night. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, it's almost impossible. Like it's so the the zone I was thinking of was Stellar Basin. Stellar Basin, I really like. Okay. It's really good. It's my fa- probably my out of the out of the zones. I think it's my favorite. Okay. Um, plus one of my favorite side quests is there, which the side quests, Joel, the the pursuits. They're very good. They're very good. Again, nothing too like overly complicated, but like they they hit they hit it perfectly. I I think I so I will I'll, I'll like. Mild spoilers for like one of the very early ones that you get, um, probably the in fact like the first one that you get from the mayor, Which where one? he's like, oh no, it's from I think the the mayor across the the, the way because you start off in this little this little sort of like coastal area that's got like the lighthouse, the precious lighthouse, the lighthouse. that I love so dearly. Yeah, and then there's also like another little. Like where, where the, like where the, tr- the um treasure guy is and all that. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So I went across there and he was like, hey, someone was like, hey, I've got this thing. Can you deliver it to the mayor of the other place? And I'm like, yeah, sure. And it's like, you take it. And apparently it's like squishy oh, and it's gross. kind of like leaking something. Ugh. And you're like, that's gross. So you're like, all right, chuck it in the boat, hook back across and you give it to the mayor and the mayor like sniffs it. And then like, and I think that the way it's written is something like, you know, he sniffs it with like a deep inhale, and it's like, and it's almost like he's like relishing it, and it's just like, oh, yeah. this is fucked up. Now like, we're talking about pursuits. Let me know when you do the one for the fishmonger at that first town. It's oh, he may not have given to given it to you yet, but when he does, like, definitely let me know when you do it because that's one of my when it, as when I was doing that very pursuit, I was like, I you shouldn't be doing this, and right. then and then he does it, and I'm like. And it, it has a it, again. It, it resolves itself, but does give you a cool moment where you're just like, I, I, "Man, I could have told you that was going to happen." Yeah, right. Okay, I'm. So, I, I think I'm collecting crabs for him at the moment. Yeah, nice. I, I need the. I need the stupid crab that's apparently at night, and it's the L shape, L block shaped one. Apparently, look. Oh no, sorry. It's like oh, do you mean big, with, the, the, with the big claw? crab? The, maybe. The mass- yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I know that crab. I need. I need one of those. <laughs> And every time I go to see him and I've got crabs in there, he's like, you got some crabs for me? You got, some, like, you got no. any crabs? I was like, I mean, I do, but not for that particular thing. Not the thing. one you it's want. Fine. But I do like that you can give him the crab, because like, he wants two of them. You can give him the one you've got. Yeah. And then anytime you come back, if you've got the other one, you can just chuck it in there as well. And that's the same with like all the upgrades as well. Yes. So yeah, like yeah, yeah, all yeah, the yeah. ship upgrades, all like the... the I guess the research parts you can sort of. Well, we we even well. talked because you talked about the yeah. tech tree for upgrading the boat. There's also a research tree for mm-hmm. your rods, nets, engines, engines, and lights. lights. Yep. Um, and those are useful to get upgraded as quickly as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, obviously, specifically for the rods and the trolling stuff, like the trolling nets, uh, when you upgrade to better ones, they can have like multi-use. Like a lot of your initial rods will be like you need this for shallow, you need this for coastal, but like at the top tier is obviously a rod that's like, yeah, man, I'll do coastal, shallow, mangrove, yeah. volcanic, whatever yeah. you want, dude. And, and there's also a, there's a a winch that covers the other ones as well, so you can basically be covered for almost everything. There's also it's um, it also has like, it will alter the shape of the rod as well, so it'll fit more yeah, compactly yeah. into your allocated spots for and with all of these things as well if your engines your rods and your lights you can at the they basically have their own stats like mm-hmm. lights have lumens rods have fishing speed and engines have your, your speed obviously and you can just have, have, have many slots you've got 
allocated for vote for specific guns, you can just start stacking shit in there. Yeah, you can. <laughs> it's really good. Like my boat is so fast right now. I, yeah, I want to get my boat faster. That's like, what I, I can I can make a trip to one of the zones in like a matter of like an hour or so. I'm using like nothing's my, catching me on the open sea. I'm using like my scary fucking boost to try and. Oh get god, fire yeah. I was I was like you once. My like fucking soul boost, just or like pushing your sanity just for a, yeah. a little bit of speed. Yeah. Like I don't even know what it's, it is. I call it the soul boost because they sort of allude to the fact that it's gonna it's it's sort of like deeply tormenting your soul every time you use it. And you're like, cool, gotta go fast. Boom, off I go. The other upgrades you get from those things are very cool as well. I won't spoil them. Yeah. But um, they're very neat. There's one in particular, Joel, that I think you'll love. Oh, awesome. Because it was it was so helpful for me in like a in like a clench. Um, but yeah, so it's worth fishing up those research parts and you can so you can get them from dredging. Sometimes you'll get them from for doing side quests. Mm-hmm. Later in the game, there are vendors who have a chance of selling them. Okay. Um, but yeah, those are super useful. To just again get that better stuff for your boat, yeah, to be a better fisherman, yes, yeah, and uh, and, and then help you survive, <laughs> descend even further into madness as well. Yeah, which that's, is, that is a side part of doing it as well. I, I said, I mean, I, I absolutely love this like weird fucked up. The like, the atmosphere of shit. this game is perfect. Yeah, and I haven't even gotten to the soundtrack, which oh man, I love the tune. I think it's called a restless restless village or something, which is like the the tune that plays in the very first, very first village like town that you're at. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, it's only what, it's only April, but um, already it's one of my favorite songs in a game this year. It's just yeah. so, it's just so chill. It gives me like real. At the risk of being that guy who compared, but wanting one of those people who compares everything to one thing. Yeah. I get the same sort of from software chill vibes from it. It's like yep. when I'm hanging out in a safe zone. Yeah. Like I feel safe, but like also, I feel safe, but also again, something's not right. Yeah. Like it's, it's as safe as you can feel in the, yeah. in the world of dredge. Yeah. You're, you're, you're safely, you've docked your boat, but you're looking at it at sea being like, oh, fuck, man, I've got to go back out there. I do love, like, you know, touching on, on story stuff that's slightly, just early story stuff. Where yeah. It's like, you show up, right? And you're, oh, like, yeah. you're in your boat, you show up, and everyone's just like, why the fuck are you here? But they also, at the same time, they're like, oh, so you have a new fisherman? Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> they're like, go do this shit for us. But they're also like, you're a new fisherman? You go, yeah. And they go, okay, that's really good. That's going to be helpful for us. But also, why the fuck are you here? Like, again, all I'll say is, like, it's so rewarding to explore this world because mm. there are tidbits you'll get. Um, in particular, there is some stuff that'll help you story-wise later in the game. So d- again, if, if you look at your map and you see a piece of land, fucking investigate, look for little docks and stuff like that. Because there's a, a lot of stuff that, again, if you're not if you're not being observant, you can miss it, which I like. And that, uh, that It feels does... like it's you're being rewarded for fully exploring this world, yeah. which is great. And that's what I've, I've started doing. Now I've started to feel a bit more confident and being able to go out it's so good when you start feeling like that yeah and it's it's taking me i don't even know what day i'm on it's like i would say it's in the 40s i would say probably i've just been playing it super safe um but yeah it's it's great like i, I i'm happy to be able to play like a horror game that is like just scratching that each of stuff that i like which is mainly like weird fucked up narrative stuff what's the thing like and horror it's... doesn't always need to be the sort of survival horror sort of horror experiences that I love and cherish. It can be yeah. weird, uncomfortable, disconcerting, straight up eldritchy shit like this. I love like, that shit. Yes. Have you encountered, like, when you made your first trip across the open sea, did you encounter anything? 
Not really. Cool. I won't say anything then. There is, cool. There's a very cool moment when you, when you see it happen for the first time. I was just like, oh, I nearly want to stop. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. I don't I, want nothing to do with that. <laughs> no, thank you. I, I Honestly, like the, the time that I made my big trip across like the first big open water to get to the Gale Cam Cliffs, um, I literally was focusing on the light. I was like, <laughs> I was like, there's a dock over there of some description. I can see it. And I just like beeline for it. And there was like stuff like flashing around. I'm like, mm, nope. Yeah. So you probably saw the eyes then. I saw the eyes. Yep. hundred percent saw the eyes. It's and I was super like, early. So I don't mind talking about it. I remember when I was first sailing out at night one time and I started seeing other boats and I was like, it's a bit of sailing around, right? Yep. What's the harm? And I got a bit too close and I found out that the harm is strong. <laughs> yep. Uh, it, it's because it's great because you sort of don't pay any attention in the moment because you go, oh, it's just another boat. Yeah, it's just another boat because I'm, I'm, I'm a boat. <laughs> if you think about it, like narratively, everyone's like, no one fishes anymore. Yeah, sort of thing. Exactly. Like, there's no fishermen out here. You're the only one that's going out fucking doing this. And you're like, oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Cool, so cool, cool, I, cool. I learned pretty quickly to be more careful at night. Yep. Um, but yeah, that those moments on, 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 on the open sea at night. Even even in the late game, I still don't feel safe because, yep. in particular, because of that one thing. I'm, I'm not going to spoil that absolutely jumped me out of nowhere, and I was like, "What the?" I had no hope of reacting to that. Right, <laughs> it's it a very cool moment. I like even just like the piloting of the boat as well. It's just, it is nice, and it like it feels like it's very maneuverable, but it also doesn't feel super easy though. Like no, it doesn't feel like you can just like zip in exactly, and out of areas. Yeah. You still got to like take into consideration, especially when you get to like somewhere like the Gale Cliffs. Exactly. Caves, or Gale Cliffs. It's like there are so many like tight things and I'm like found myself like slowly creeping around and just like, yep, cool. And especially in Gale Cliffs or like every time you've got to slow down, you you're like I can't but I can't yep. go slow yeah, because there is something here. Yes. And I'll, you'll be happy to know that that feeling doesn't go away in any of the other zones. So yeah. at, at any point when you're like, I know I've got to be slow because if I damage my boat, I might lose a fish or like break an engine. Yep. But at the same time, it's, it's all time. Like I'm just mm-hmm. like, cause again, as we said earlier, every time you're moving your boat, time is passing. So it's, it's such a, it's a cool way to sort of make you really consider your actions, but also, Sometimes you just got to do what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, it's a great way to sort of like incorporate the day night mechanic yes. to it. Um, and it doesn't feel it doesn't feel cheap or it doesn't feel unfair either. Like it feels the right amount of tense every time somehow. Like where you just like I'll just do one more fish. Yep, cool. All right, it's six o'clock. It's getting dark. I can see the port. I'm gonna hook over there and then all of a sudden something will appear and you're like, oh, no, you'll swerve to miss it. And, um, yeah, because, again, it's probably earlier on. It's, it's not too much of a spoiler, I guess, but, like, like rocks that weren't there yes, beforehand yeah. will start appearing. And it's, I love that stuff where it's just like, oh, yeah, trying There's to maneuver out of the also way. Also those, like, red, wispy winds that will hit you and it sort of, like, increases your, your panic or stress meter. Right, okay. And a lot of that plays into, like, what you see on the on the ocean as well. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's important to keep, you, you can hide from them by switching your light off. Uh, so if you like flick your light off, they won't see you as much, but also you're under risk of the rocks. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, again, it's just like really, really important to sort of weigh up the pros and cons of what you've got on your hand to mm-hmm. avoid the threats that are lingering nearby. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything. I, there's a lot of cool stuff 
out of the way. Like I mentioned, like really making sure you thoroughly check every island for like docks and that. There's like these cool little fish puzzles which are neat. I love those. Which are yeah. like you've got to like they require certain fish. Um, I've had a couple of quests come from just like dredging up an item. Oh, I was cool. Like, oh shit! All right, that's that's yep. neat. That's something. Um, so that that led to more stuff, and it's just like it's just it's just I really enjoy playing the game. Yeah, it, it, that's exactly it. When I sit down with it, I'm just like, oh, this is I'm having fun. It's the right amount of spooky for me, especially like, and it's 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 really well written in terms yes. of like it's yeah it's it's character dialogue and also those like I'm pretty bad at reading like law inventory uh, on um, on like items and things like that um which i'm saying uh, like sitting next to like a massive soulsborne fire who it's true that's it, it bread and butter um but like this one i find every time i get a new aberration i'm just like what's it say about it and it's going to make me feel instantly sick i was like immediately always just like Ugh. yeah yeah it's, it's like well i just threw up in my mouth a little but let's continue on shall we anyway back to fishing chuck that in the boat let's go sell it uh, um there are also because so doing those those fish puzzles will reward you with weird shit oh yeah weird yeah. shit that you can use for your fishing uh mm-hmm. i won't give away which one it is but i got one which was called the mouth of the deep mm. which is like a crab pot but just in your inventory screen on your boat when you install it when it's when you've got it sitting there, it just looks like a, a gaping maw oh. with like teeth, and yeah, it's just like cool. I just, guess I'll just like carry this on my boat. Yep, and drop it in the ocean and catch crabs for me. Uh, everything's fine. Nothing yeah. nothing wrong with this. This is completely all above board. I got like a like a a hook on the end of a rope that was made entirely of bone. Then it's like they didn't specify what bone, but Neat. it was like all jagged. It's a big sharp hook. On, probably, a, on a rope. It's probably fine. Yeah. It's a little thing as well, but I also like that sometimes it's mostly in coastal areas. Like you can see, obviously you can see shipwrecks. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you'll see incredibly large skeletons. Yep. Under the, just under the surface. And yep. even those little moments are enough to make me be just like, sure would love to be on ground right about now. Even just seeing like the fishing spots and sort of getting an idea of like what is that be there. Also, like, is that right, great like, ambient like the ocean sound they play when you start fishing because mm-hmm. i was playing a lot of this game early on with headphones and that was so good yeah yeah i need to start doing that as well it was just like I... this game was so good like when i for, when i did my massive play session where i knocked over a large chunk of a game it was when you had your you had a long D and game yeah with um, my housemates i was like well i guess i'll just play some dredge i'll play some dredge now and i'll play some resident Evil Four afterwards i was just i just ended up playing dredge all night i was like sorry resi i just I can't stop. It's I have to know what's next. I have to know what's what other horrors are awaiting under the surface. What other random NPCs I run into on the coast with weird pursuits for me to do. It's one of those games like, and again, like at risk of saying like someone who compares everything to other things or the same sort of thing, but it has like, it has that gameplay hook of something like a Stardew Valley, where where you, if you you know you're just gonna sit down and play this and you don't have a real end time where you're like. I'll finish up whenever yeah. I feel like I'm finishing up. You could just power through. It, and, it hooks you with a lot of like, I'll just go get that fishing spot. Exactly. I'll just yeah. well since I've I've got the fish, I'll go back to the dock. Yeah. I'll just maybe I'll that. maybe I'll go across to this other area and then yeah, yeah. As soon as soon as I know it, I'm like, 
shit, where, I'm like, where'd that five hours go? I've got like three pursuits on the go, and I'm like, cool, I've got crabs for that one, I've got fish for this one, this guy needs to get over here, yep, cool, I can do all this in one hit, that's great, like you start like min-maxing your, yeah. your uh, strategy for like doing those pursuits, which is great. It's just really good. Like I knew I, I, I knew I was going to love this game, but yep. um, even with that knowledge, I love it so much more. It's just, it is a, it's a very well-made game, and it's, it's so, I just, I love it so much. Every time I think about it, I just think about how it, it makes me feel when I play the, the game. Like, yeah. those, I, I, I think it, for me is that I'm happy that I have, like, something a little bit spooky to play. I kind of wish it had come out around, like, Halloween time, because I'm like, that would be my spooky game that I could play. <laughs> um, but, oh, who knows, I might do it again. Might play through it again. Yeah, why not? Like, it's, but, again, um, the game itself isn't super long. No. No. Which is uh, which is not a detriment because what what the the game hooks you with is like the main story stuff can be knocked over in you know, in probably a, what four or five hours if you really want to, but when my time really started padding out it was just like my desire to explore every inch of this damn world. Yeah. Every every nook and cranny on these islands, like yep. dredge up every. I wanted to complete my fishing encyclopedia. I wanted all the best tools for my boats, mm-hmm. so therefore I needed the biggest boat. Yep. So it was that that actually kept me hooked and. And then, like, just enjoying the story along the way. Yeah, exactly. It's, um... The exploring the seas part has a real Wind Waker vibe to it, doesn't it? Like... Without the annoying without, Triforce quest, yes. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And also, without having to pay fucking 100 gazillion dollars to fucking tingle and, for his bloody bullshit map. Having to sit there constantly and, like, change the direction of the wind. Yep. Yep, also that too, yeah. So it's, like, a better version of <laughs> Wind Waker. So if you like Wind Waker... If you like the sailing part of Wind Waker, yeah. If you like Wind Waker, but maybe want a little bit of uh, a little bit of spookiness, yep, yep. You want to you want to fish up some horrible nightmare fish? Then have I got a just, game for you? It's Dredge. Man, it's just it's so unsettling. It's it is every it really time. Is. God, full full credit to that. But again, as you said, like that that jingle that plays, like the really discordant version of yep. the fishing jingle, that sells it a lot when you when you fish up some awful creation again it gives in the same way that it made me laugh in again another zelda game but in breath of the wild when you'd fuck up the cooking oh my god change yeah it's like that would make me laugh every time this one makes me go oh no like (laughs) what have i done what unspeakable horror have i unearthed now like what what is this shit but i also love that you do it then it's like oh guess i'll go sell it (laughs) yep yeah and the thing is that's the other the weird thing narratively yeah, like, you don't cool. question it because it's like oh it's game mechanic it's a, it was a rarer fish I guess but then you go no narratively this fish is fucked up I haven't sold it to this fishmonger he's like for sweet. more than the uh, yeah. like the price that it would have been if it was just a normal version of that fish and you go and some of these I don't like this some of these fish are truly awful There's, uh, the, the one that sticks out in my mind it just looks like a blob with an eyeball in it. And the description specifically says it looks like an eyeball, but it's not an eyeball, basically. Oh. And you're like, but it doesn't say what it is. This is like, it's a thing that looks oh, like I a really, giant eyeball. I really want to find... Uh, it's It just makes me feel physically ill, and I love it so much. So good. Oh, man. I'm trying to think of other things that I'm, I'm really enjoying. I, I, just, I just want to go play more of it now, really. <laughs> Well, sadly, Joel, we are recording for no, a bit I longer. I know. I know. I'm just gonna. I wanted to go power through a whole bunch more of the story, but, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other things that would so, uh, have touched on. I, I pulled up a list. I don't want to. I want. I, I don't want to give away anything for Joel. But since you've mentioned one of yours, there's one of these in particular that every time I read it, I was just like, ugh. 
I want to see if I can quickly so find unsettling. it. I think it was... Now, even looking at the fish, I'm like, there was actually a great deal of them. Because with... every fish in the game has, like, an aberration. Yeah, version, some of them have it? two. Yeah. Some, oh, have, some okay. have, like, multiples as well. Actually, yes. Oh, that was another one I hated. There was a squid that I found that I did not like. I did not like. Did, did not like it? Two squids. Did not like. They did not care for it. Had like yeah. it, it, it. It basically was described as having like teeth all along its tentacles, and then there was another one called the brood squid that just had like goo at the end of it, like oh, yeah. just goo, and it was like yellowy, like green viscous goo that was. On. I'm like, this is awful, but it's great. So Give me more of it. There's one. This is for a, a, one of the rays you can catch, and the description is just bones replace cartilage and erupt through soft skin. A frightened new form begins to emerge, and I won't show you the picture. Oh, that writing pen. You don't need to. Yeah, I know, right? It it sells it entirely. Like, but when you pair it with a picture, it's just like I never want to see this fucking thing in my life again. And I do you know the thing I love about it too is that it does all of that in three lines. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. In three exceptionally well-written lines. The aberration stuff is all very short. But yeah. It's always effective and to mm-hmm. the point, and again, always left me feeling a little bit gross. <laughs> and it, it it does that it does that perfect thing that like like Eldritch Horror should do, which is like give them enough information without telling them straight out what it is, and, and let them fill in the blanks by themselves because that's the scariest part yeah. of it. And and like I also really appreciate a lot of it's pretty original. Yes. Like, yeah. Like it's like it's not like they like dipped into like, you know, Lovecraft stuff directly or like yeah. it, other stuff. It all feels wholly original to the game, which is really cool. It has that. Yeah. It is. It is inspired by Eldritch Horror, yeah. but it isn't directly linked. So, to... um, biggest of shoutouts to Black Salt Games. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like, wow. I think this is like maybe the longest we've talked about like a single game in a long while. Probably. And, like, we're, I have, again, I could probably talk longer if you finished it. Mm, or if you'd, like, like yeah, know, if you'd gotten further into the story. I really wish I had. I just had. And it's, it's this tough. This week like, got away from me, and I really wanted to play more again, of it. Again, the only reason I had that big window was because of your massive D&D yeah, game. So yeah. I was like, I guess I'll just play a bunch of dredge. And then suddenly six hours went by. Yep. And I was like, whoa. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's... I mean, we didn't even talk about the art style of it either, really. No, no, like, yeah, the art style is great. The art style is great. Uh, the character portraits you mentioned briefly have a bit of a... Again, comparing to other shit, but like, reminded me from what I've seen of like Disco Elysium, con- like key art. Oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. That yeah. kind of like crudely drawn, sort of, but still very well defined. Like you, you know what you're looking at. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and then even just like the simple sort of like voxel esque, um, like art style of just the general world that you're floating through. The water looks gorgeous. It looks really nice. It's really good. And again, like the, the sounds and the music all come together just to really sell the entire experience. Um, and we, again, we've spoken a lot about the fish and the aberrations, but the art on all of those mm-hmm. is great. And like, it's really nice that pretty much every silhouette, if you've caught the fish, you kind of know what you're looking at. When you yeah. have the silhouette, you're like, cool, I don't need that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's just... This game is like the complete package. I'm so happy. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, and I, I, I'm unironically happy to have put it in my name as my new like play X game. Yeah. Like for the longest time, it was play Signalis, and then it was briefly play Metroid Prime. But mm-hmm. um, absolutely, it will stay play Dredge for a long while. Yes. I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Big fans of Black Salt Games. I want to see what they got cooking up. Come, I mean, they've just put this out, but like, I, I will be paying attention to whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Doing whatever, future, whatever like, comes next, I'm there. I'm there. Day, 100%. I'm, I'm there day one. Yep. 
Um, yeah. Um, yeah, go and support it. Yeah, absolutely. If you're, go and play it. If you're curious, like, give it a look. Like, it's on everything. It is, yeah. Uh, I will say I will say this. Um, load times are a bit long on the Switch. That's, but That's Switch hardware. Having said, yeah, that's that Switch hardware. Having said that, it's only when you have, like, a game over that you really have to worry about that. Oh, okay. So, so what you're saying is get good. Basically, it's just like, don't die. Don't die. Um, don't capsize, don't ruin your boat, and you'll be fine. But, yeah, even then it was like, probably, I want to say like 30 to 45 second load. It's but smooth that's fine. as butter on but the PS5. The, well, that's the thing. But you're thinking about that, it's, it's running on a Switch. Yeah, and no, absolutely. you have that whole, it is loading in that whole map. Yeah. Because there's no load screens between going between no, the island yeah. areas. It is one Giant map that you can just go wherever you and want. And, like, populating it with fish. Yes. And, like, changing the fish based on the time of day. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So like, I'm not being like, no, load times. No. I'm like, I expect that. Like, if nothing else, like, yeah, if you're, if you're playing a game on Switch, you have to have that. You you usually are aware. Yeah, like, absolutely. Because it happened to me last year when I played Cult of a Lamb. Yeah. Like, yeah, I had to really, I was like, look, it's the Switch, man. Like, mm-hmm. I chose to play it here, so this is what's yep. going to happen. Yeah. Um, and I don't regret playing on the no, Switch, honestly. I, I, I really, I, I think it's a great Switch game. I kind of want to, even though I picked it up on PlayStation, I, I bought it digitally and physically. Yep. I kind of want to buy it on Switch as well, because I feel like it would be a great game to play just in handheld mode. It is, it is. That's exactly how I've been playing it. It's so nice, nice. to just sort of chill out on the couch and just play creepy horror fishing simulator. The only, the only concern I would have is like, like I managed to play like five hours of Dredge on the couch. Like, yep. Unshackled in handheld mode, I'd be screwed. I'd be doomed. It's yeah. It again, <laughs> and it has that sort of like Stardew Valley feel to it. It's like yeah, just right. one more fish, just one more port, just one more, Pursuit. one more sleepless night. Or oh, what's on that island over there? Exactly. Yeah. What's that chasing me? Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Know I don't want. <laughs> Please, let me go. Yeah. Uh, play dredge. Play dredge. Hundred percent. Definitely. Definitely. Dialogue options work. approved. I guess. And there, there are demos. Yeah, yeah, exactly. There are the demos to try it out if you if you're like, what the what are these people talking about with the the fish and the spookiness? No, it's yeah. There's a demo. Go and try it. The demo's great because it gives you like just enough of a feel of how the game operates, and yes. then gives you just enough of the mystery to go. Hey, you want you want to find out what's going on here, do you? Yeah. And you go, well, yes, please. Yeah, please more. Absolutely, I do. Nice. Mm. So, um, look. I know we've hit about an hour now, Joel, mm-hmm. and we were gonna, we were like, maybe we won't do it, but I'm just gonna throw us to the bonus round. Bonus round. So the bonus round is, of course, our whatever we wanted to be segment, and I thought it was only fair because we did have a few a few weeks back when we had Simon on the show from Story Mode, we did a we did some Nintendo speculation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's been a a couple of Sony. Well, a Sony rumor and a Sony patent have come out in the last few days. Yes. But it's just like, well, you may as well talk about them. Why not? It might be a short discussion, but, um, so let's start with this. The most recent one is that, again, this one's a rumor. Yes. Uh, but it is from high profile leaker Tom Henderson at Inside Gaming. Uh, regardless of some of the approaches he's had to how he does his leaks and his thoughts on NDAs and all that sort of stuff, yeah. it's, it's shaky grounds at best sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but it's hard to ignore this one because the, the newest rumor suggests that Sony might be considering a new handheld yeah. codenamed the Q Lite. Now, before you get too excited, you're like, wow, a new Sony handheld. I love the Vita. Yeah. Dial it back. Yep. Okay. Because yep. this thing's not a dedicated handheld. Uh, it'll basically look like a PS5 controller with an eight inch LCD touchscreen in the middle. It will include the adaptive triggers for haptic feedback, like a dual sense, and it will support adaptive streaming 
up to 1080p and 60fps, requiring constant internet connection for remote play. Yeah. It's not, it's not streaming cloud games from the cloud, it's streaming them from your existing PS5. So it's just, it is basically a fancy, like, it is, it's doing what your phone can do exactly. right now. So that's, that's what everyone's been talking about, right? Yeah. It's just like, it's so weird that Sony would choose this approach when they, they themselves have a, they have phones. Yes, exactly. And it, they've pushed the remote play feature quite a lot. And also it works really well. I haven't I've, tried it myself. I have tried it a couple of times. I've tried, I've tried it, um, Microsoft as well with, um, with Game Pass. See, I tried, yeah, I tried that one when it was in its beta testing, mm. I think, and it was it was okay. It was it was serviceable for yeah. the most part. I mean, I was able to play Forza Horizon 5 on my phone, and it was, like, a little laggy here and there, but whatever. Um, and, yeah, like, the remote play stuff works pretty well, like, but th- this seems like a giant waste of money. Like, to everyone involved, like, to the user, yeah. to Sony, it's just, it doesn't seem... Like... I guess the selling point is it'll the PS5 control like the haptic control features I maybe but if I could I could say goodbye to those and just use a backbone or something if I really wanted to exactly. like there are ways to if I get enough I'm not really I'm not the target audience for like remote play like if it's not playing directly from what I'm using I don't want any it's, I don't want, I don't want any lag yeah I mean like I don't I, I'm not gonna stand here and say like I use it all the time. No, no, I, no. I've, I've fucked around with it a couple of years. Yeah. I'm just saying that purely because like this would never be geared to me. No, of course. It's not aimed at who I, what, how I want to play games, but I just, I would just question why, you know, if they do this, the rumor that goes on to suggest that it would be releasing before the PS5 pro, which according to a report is aiming for a holiday 2024 release. So great. Like, cool. I don't know. Like the, the, the thing that scares me, though, is like how much it would cost. Yeah, like if you're taking if you're taking the already pretty expensive DualSense and cramming an LCD touchscreen into it, like obviously I don't think it would cost as much as say like a Switch or anything because no. those you know dedicated handheld like plays games of its own accord. This is just a, you know a compa- it sort of is like it'd be like if Nintendo sold the gamepad separately to the Wii U almost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which there was a period in time where it was like, why aren't you doing? I know that? they and could like, easily have done capitalizing that. on it, but it's like the Wii U could be used with Wii Motes, and we, everyone had a freaking Wii in their house. Yep, so absolutely, um, yeah. I'm just I'm really confused by this. I wouldn't say no to Sony having another crack at handheld, but like I would. I can't afford it. The Vita was great. I mean, but it's yeah. so expensive, and yeah, I yeah, it's, it's just true. don't just get, let me make the Steam Deck more affordable, Valve, <laughs> or available in our country. Gabe, come on. He's not listening, man. Come on. He's not listening. No, he will. <laughs> if we scream loud enough, he will. Gabe only listens to Joel. Don't forget about us in Australia. Let us buy your... Let us give you fucking money. Goddamn. Anyway. Remember how he, he just hung out in New Zealand for a long time during the pandemic? <laughs> yeah, fucking... Yeah, just in New Zealand. You were across the pond, mate. Like, fucking... He, he probably doesn't... Like, much like how Valve can't count of three he probably just can't see australia no nah, no nah. like when he when he looks at his map it's just like ocean yep yep yeah or, or, or he, it... he truly believes every he's with he unironically believes we're not real yeah no he, he he fully believes that we are just like it's just a big jail yeah we're just made like, up we're, we're, just, <laughs> we're, just... we're just a big jail because we're full of convicts and they don't and, play video games like down yeah. in australia they're not allowed to they're in jail like <laughs> yeah i yeah this is um i don't know like you said, it's definitely not marketed to people like us, but also, it just seems really 
confusing. Yeah, I mean, as much as I love my PS5, like, yep. I don't know, a lot of, a lot, outside of that, a lot of what Sony's been doing, like, like VR2, so far, has not set the world on fire. Nope. Um, and granted, a lot of that could be leveraged at Sony being like, well, backwards compatibility may have helped. Like, I think so. A lot of, a few people I know of would maybe have bitten. Yep. But the price tag is very high for what it is. Yep. And what you get. And I do, that's why part of me worries that this thing would be re- like overpriced for what it does and what it is. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Again, this is one of those things where it's like, I get Tom Henderson has the track record again for reasons that sometimes maybe shouldn't be, but yeah, it's interesting you bring up the VR comparison because I feel like this is just definitely another thing that you would buy with the best of intentions and end up sitting on your shelf collecting dust. Well, because what you need, much like the VR, you need to have a PS5 to utilize this. Exactly. Yeah. So like, suddenly, so like what? Eight hundred for a PS5, mm-hmm. nine hundred for VR. Yep. Maybe a couple hundred for this. Yeah, I'd say two fifty for like, this at least. It's, it's, it starts adding up. It starts yep. getting making that console a really expensive experience. Yep, yep. When whereas if Sony really wanted to like make guaranteed money, sell fucking custom face plates with like like game specific ones. I love that. That's, that's in no way re- in, like related to playing their games. No, <laughs> but like. They made a big song and dance about how... Yeah, there was a time you could get colored faceplates. You could yeah, buy exactly. Them. They were like, oh, here's three colors. Fucking cool, mate. Like, Hey, there was a purple one, wasn't there? There's a pink one. Because I thought they had to one match to my... match their controllers, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, basically, there's a purple one and a pink one. Yeah, and which I got the purple one, but the price was way too steep. Yeah, it was. It was really expensive. It's like I a plastic little... faceplate. I'm like, no, I'm not paying that much. I wanted, I wanted a pink fucking PS5. That'd be, that'd be awesome. But anyway, but yeah, so that's that's like one of the Sony things. That's the Sony rumor that's cropped up over the last few couple of days. That again, just sort of like fun to talk about and wonder what. I mean, it's not. We don't need to wonder what their goal is. I know what their goal is. Like they clearly are looking. It is money, but Nintendo and now Valve kind of have that handheld. Yep. Thing unlock absolutely. And, I, I, and you could you could even argue to an extent that. Like Game Pass streaming is yes, also yes, that's true as well. Yeah, uh, you know, they're behind the eight ball with that in terms of um where Sony's at at the moment. So, but the problem I just see is just like yeah, my my phone could do it. Yep. So I don't that's, know why. That's exactly it. Like the only reason I could see is like I said the haptic stuff, but I I don't know if I'd really want if I like there hasn't been a moment when I've been playing on my PS Five when I was like shit, man, this haptic stuff. It was cool at first. But I have started just turning it off. I'm like, I just don't, I just don't need it really. I mean, I like it, but it's not. If it's not there, I don't miss it. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, like, it's not like. See, here's the thing. Like with the Switch, I actually really love HD Rumble. I think HD Rumble does make a difference, especially when a game utilizes it. Usually, it's the first party stuff though. But it's not always. I played. I remember. I think it was like Master Blaster Zero. Did a did a really good use of it. Like I, it was this simple. Like the way that they did it. There's a part where there was a wave coming across the screen, and I felt it go from the right Joy-Con all the way across to the left Joy-Con as it moved across the screen. I'm like, oh, that's really neat. Like, I that, that and then that is like the HD Rumble. That's what they wanted to do. Yeah, with yeah. It, that kind of thing. I don't care about like counting how many rocks are inside my <laughs> Joy-Con controller. How Thank dare you. you, Joel? Thank you, One Two Switch. But, um. Yeah, stuff like that where I'm like, oh, that's actually, that did sort of like heighten the 
immersion that I was playing in this top-down side-scroller. I'm always just so scared I'm going to break the haptic triggers. Yeah. I'm just like, I'm so scared. Yeah, it, it's like they're pushing back against you. Yeah, and I'm like, like, mm. like, am I wearing this down by playing games that use them too often? I don't know. It scares yeah. me. Like, but yeah. one day it's just going to just, like, click and just give. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, I'm sure they've planned and tested for it, but I don't know. Nintendo got away from, got away with Joy-Con drift for a long time. So. And still haven't fixed it. Like, so No, but there are, there are other places that where it's, they have to cover it now. So Yeah, well, that's true. But, um, yeah, so it's funny you mentioned the HD Rumble, Joel, and, like, controllers adding immersion in strange ways because mm-hmm. Sony also recently lodged a patent for a new controller, a new type of controller, that would allow the controller to convey change in temperature to add to the immersion, um, which is just a fancy way of saying basically the controller could warm up or get colder, I guess, based I, on like... That's what, I'm, that's what I'm sort of like pulling from it. It's, um, it's one of the examples given, I think, is like, hang on, I'll, I'm on a press start article right now because like you can go to the patent site and like look at all the fancy thingamabobs and all the all the different diagrams yeah. and stuff. It's like, just give me the, give me the info, just man. Just tell me what it does <laughs> and I'll tell you if it's done or not. Um, yeah, no, I, uh, this, I actually, I mean, there are obviously some, some issues with it, but this I'm like more into than I am the other dedicated streaming well, handheld. Well, thing. yeah, this is immediately more interesting, I guess. Yeah. I, I'd like, you imagine like walking into like a frosty area and like the controller starts to get cold a little bit or like. For instance, with the Leviathan Axe, if you start to do that charge-up attack and, like, put more frost on it and, like, the controller got colder as you did that and then, like, it would release as you threw it away, like, that kind of stuff, I don't know how quickly it would work or anything like that. Um, or when you switch over to the Blades of Chaos, it started heating up a little bit or something. Like, that's... Like, in ha- like on paper, the idea sounds cool. Yeah. But let's not kid around here. Yeah. That DualSense battery is already... Yeah minuscule it's yeah. tiny it lives for so little it may as well be a wild controller yeah like it... can you imagine like trying to pack these extra features into it or into a, a newer and again presumably more expensive controller and this this controller was supposed to be sony pairing it back to they're like we didn't yeah. put as much lights on it and we didn't do this i know it was... but it's like but then we put in fucking haptic triggers and i'm like okay well that's cool but like and it still has no battery long? yeah like and again, it is worth it is worth mentioning that it is a patent, so the patent, so like they could just sit on this. It could just be a thing. They're like, yep. "Hey, we could do this. Are you gonna? No, but no. we can we can do this. Not yeah. you, or we, you, or you. We've allowed ourselves to be the like champions of this. Yeah, this is yeah. our idea, not yours. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if if that other rumor becomes true, like clearly Sony is open to trying weird stuff, which yep. is, I guess, it's interesting if nothing else, like. Yeah, like it's not usually been Sony's wheelhouse to do that sort of stuff. It re- it definitely re- gives me like peak Nintendo vibes. Just doing weird shit. Just being but like, what if yeah. we try this? <laughs> what if we, what if we made a little high rate monitor you put on your finger and that like games could sense that? Like that sounds terrifying. Fucking okay, cool. Ah, uh, the vitality sensor. Yeah, good old vitality. That sensor. came out, did it? That, that that was an idea that was like forever, like. Hey, and then just never eventually. I don't think it did. Yeah, like yeah. So again, this could be end up. This will probably end up like that. But yeah, who knows? Maybe like Sony are making 
They're exploring ideas. Mm-hmm. They're up for doing weird stuff. Yes. Um, they clearly like the idea of making the using use of their controller more immersive, as displayed by the haptic triggers. Mm-hmm. And if, it has HD rumble, doesn't it? Or some like not HD well, rumble, yeah, but, but like it has like their their sort of version of it, like like Rumble Plus or something. Rumble, they yeah, probably call it Rumble Plus. <laughs> rumble Bumble. I don't know. That's... I'm sorry, Rumble Bumble. Yeah, Rumble Bumble. You know, hey, hey, Joel, have you got your Bumble Bumble turned on? Yeah, always, mate. Never turn Crank it that off. Never turn it off. Yeah, yeah. Does this game have a Rumble Bumble? I'm, I'm not playing it then. Rumble Bumble enabled. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> on the back of a on, on the, the back of a box. box. Yeah, I want that. That's what I want. Rumble Bumble. Remember how they still insisted on putting the the touchpad in the dual sense? <laughs> yeah, remember how much we use it. They try sometimes too, but usually it comes down to me pressing either the left side for one menu or the right side for yep. another menu. Yeah. There's like, oh man, was it Horizon that did the swipe thing? That was actually really cool. There was, there's been some swipe yeah. stuff. I think, um, I think Ghost of Tsushima had swipe stuff as well. Some there are some games that let you like draw on it, but it's so tiny. I never, I never want to do it. It's yeah, it's good for like small drawing things. Yeah. It's, yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Sony are open to weird, doing weird things. I don't know if this will be one of their weird things they sell. No. But God, yeah, like I said, scared the battery of the controllers already. The cost of said controller. And again, I guess it would be rigorously tested, but like, obviously, and there'd be like limits to set how hot or cold it could get. Yeah, it's just like you're playing away yeah. and then <laughs> suddenly your, your fucking dual sense like catches fire, literally. Yeah. Like the old Samsung phones. <laughs> yeah, yep. Explosive controllers. A cautionary tale. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. Maybe it's worth keeping an eye on Sony. I think Jeff Grubb, like, cause obviously E3's gone now, so we're back in summer game mess world. Yep. I think. He had he has like a schedule for stuff coming up, and he had some sort of Sony thing tentatively on there before Summer Game Fest. So, I mean that checks out. It checks out because Sony is those one of those guys who were just like, no, we don't want to be at your video game celebration, but we'll be the week before. Exactly, we're gonna do our own thing with our own cool stuff the week before yours. The week Never before. Mind. So it's within the same gravity. Like no, no, it's not though. No, this see that starts no, on this day. You don't get to say who we're attending. Yeah, it starts on this day, and we're here over in this date. Okay, Just, okay, sure, Sony. Good job, Sony. Whatever. You're doing a good job. Nobody, nobody's telling you otherwise. It's fine. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if they announced the PS5 Pro just after they finally got PS4s in store? I I would laugh. I would openly laugh. I, 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 would, I would just like slowly rest my head on the desk and just be like, <laughs> why? Why are you doing this? Because it's, it's nice that people can buy PS5s in store again, but I guarantee a Pro would change that immediately. Oh, yeah. And also, like, the Pro, what's the Pro going to add? Not much. Some more more dollars to the price yeah, tag some more teraflops probably maybe half i mean teraflop. better frame rate i guess for like really pushing it because like a lot of games still have performance or fidelity and a pro could really move towards just making them the same the same thing but again yeah. it's, it's, it's not I don't care really no i'll just put the performance one on or the yeah performance mode some games as well, like um, if you pick fidelity, like I've been, I've been playing a bit of Resi Resi Four Remake in 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 fidelity, and it still runs really nicely. Yes. And the only reason I did it was because in in Resident Evil Four Remake in the display settings, there was an option I couldn't tick for like hair strands. It's right. like no, no, you gotta be in fidelity for. That. I'm like fuck you, I'm doing I it. Want then. The I want to see Leon's hair strands of hair. Yeah, absolutely. There was oh, what was I playing where I did the same thing where I like I turned it on to. 
fidelity. And I was like, it's still running at like pretty close to 60 frames. So I think it was an older game. But yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I think it might have been um, Need for Speed Unbound. Oh, yeah. might have been that. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll just keep this on. Like, fuck it. Yeah, why not? Why not? Yeah. So mm. I don't know. We'll see what Sony does as always. It's so weird that Sony's kind of become like their own sort of version of Wildcard. Yeah. I guess because they've become more secretive like Nintendo. Mm. So now they've got their own version of the Rex. Like we never really know what they're up to until they tell us. It's, yeah. It's a weird time. It's, it's. I guess they saw that it worked to generate buzz for Nintendo. Yeah. So they're, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's got it, people reporting their rumors and their weird controller paintings Absolutely, now. Absolutely, yeah. Everyone's hungry for a taste of what Sony are cooking up. So, like, whatever they do, they are number one in the, at the moment. So, yeah, they're, yeah, they're living it up. They're really showboating it as much as they can. Um, yeah, worth keeping an eye on. But, uh, Joel, I think that's going to be an episode. I reckon. I think that's an episode. So, Joel, take us home so that you can go and play some more Dredge. I'm, I'm going to try. I'm without. Back problem. quickly, back to Dredge. I yeah, love, right. I love, I love the loading screen. It's like dredging up the depths. Yes, I love that. Yep, love that. I know that because I've seen it. For quite a long time in the <laughs> dredging up the depths. Dredging up the depths. It's depths. fine. Um, speaking of dredging up the depths, if you'd like to follow us on any social media or anything, you can find us over Close at Story enough. Mode AUS. Close enough. <laughs> um, thank you so much for listening to this week. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you like what you've heard, please go and give us some ratings, reviews on the podcast platform of your choice. Um, Spotify is like star ratings and then I think Apple Podcasts is reviews and I wouldn't know I'm not allowed to use Apple Podcasts because yeah, I don't no. have an Apple device so yeah. Apple Apple don't like me I've just looked them up sometimes okay yeah to see if anyone's please leave us a review we'd love to see that Joel looks them up sometimes I, I, I legitimately do like we haven't had one for a while so that would be nice um, but yeah like I said if you want to follow us across social media you can find us generally over at uh, Story Mode AUS where we usually taking the reins of that Twitter account because we are a part of the Story Mode Gaming Network. We are proud to be so. Cool bunch of people, those yeah. Story Mode guys. Yeah, it is a cool bunch of people. We have a good time. Had a, have re- a recent episode was pretty fun, I hear. Yes. Yeah, good time with that one. It was, it was chaotic, but it was good. We had five of us on that episode. It was, uh, it was a lot going on. But um, yeah, good times. If you want to go listen to that, go check out Story Mode Podcast. Um, it's a lot of fun. We'll, we'll be back on there in the next few weeks, most more than likely. Almost certainly. That's why yeah. you can bet on it. Yeah, almost certainly. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on our individual social media accounts, you can find me at Jolly Mac, where uh, I was tweeting about the Mario movie. It's really good. Uh, I was doing, retweeted something for a competition. Um, pretty excited by that. Um, but yeah, the, uh, I also retweeted a friend of the show, Brendan White, from 8-Bit Network. Um Posting about his uh, new little, it was not not so much new anymore, but like relatively new show, more than hentai, where he uh, has a guest on each week or each episode to discuss the very first episode of an anime that the guest may not have either seen before, or maybe they're like trying to get into anime and this is the first thing that's been recommended to them, um, and they talk about their impressions just based on the first episode. Um, and yeah, I've just I retweeted that because I love Brendan. I think he's a wonderful person. But also maybe you know there might be some other reasons why I did that. So you might 
Keep keep your eyes peeled there. Joel's in an episode. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, sure. I'm you were tagged, weren't you? I, yeah, I was. I'm going to be on an episode, but like I won't. I won't, I won't say what for. I tell you when we, well, you I, probably, I know. Yeah, Gary knows. Mostly um, because it was it's something I think I've screamed at Joel to watch. So yeah, I know. It, it was yeah. Anyway. Karen, where can they find you? So you can find me on Twitter where I am at LemonManX, where most of my tweets have again been Mario movie related or scrolling further back dredge related. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, if we're plugging friends, yes, <laughs> um, I did retweet our good friend Liam, who uh, has a Twitch account over at Liam Draws, who's starting a new D and D campaign next Tuesday on April 11th. Yes, so that'll be kicking off at 7:30 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Uh, head over to Twitch TV slash Liam Draws underscore to go check that out. Uh, Liam, very talented. Yes. I'm going to try and check in there. I'm not sure. It's next Tuesday. I should be available. What am I going to be doing? I'm not doing anything next Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday's Mondays. Another... Monday's usually a podcast night, maybe. And then Wednesday, Wednesday or Thursday is another podcast night. It's another podcast night. But Tuesday's, I think, are free. So I'm going to try and stick my head in there and uh, yeah, I might do the same. Give, it a, give it a bit of a watch. But um, yeah, that's really... That's all I've been tweeting, Joel. Go watch the Mario movie. Go play Dredge and go follow Liam Draws. Yeah, I reiterate all those, all those sentiments. Um, as well as watch, listen to More Than Hentai. Listen to More Than Hentai. Go show Brendan some love. Just all the 8-bit stuff, really. Yeah, all the 8-bit stuff's amazing. We love them. They're good people. Uh, and you know what? We're good people as well. We're okay people. And you're good people for listening to this episode. You are so good people. Thank you again. Uh, and until next time, have a great time. Options podcast.